Chapter Six of Memoirs of a Country Doll. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nan Dodge. Memoirs of a Country Doll by Mary Curtis. Blackberrying. At six the next morning, we both got up. That is, my mother and I and began dressing ourselves. "'Stop, Josephine,' said she. "'Don't put on that dress, as you are not going out into the garden this morning.' "'Why not?' said I. But I began to take off my dress. "'Because,' said my mother, "'Geraldine Norton has invited me to a blackberrying, and you are to go.' "'Oh, mother, I am so glad that I don't know what to do with myself. But what dress am I to wear?' Oh, wear your purple calico. In half an hour we were dressed, had our breakfast eaten, and were ready to go. I was so impatient to be off that I thought we should never go. Pretty soon Celeste, my mother, said she saw them coming, and sure enough there they were, a whole troop of boys and girls, with their pails and baskets. Celeste took me up in her arms and ran with me down the carriageway, not without having brought her pail and mine. We next called for a dozen more girls and boys at their houses. At eight o'clock we had got about a couple of miles from the place. Antoinette Leland suddenly screamed out, Here he comes! Here he comes! What comes? cried they all. The bull! The bull! said Antoinette. And sure enough there was a monstrous large bull coming in double-quick time right behind them such a scampering pell-mell went the whole troop to escape the pursuer at last we saw a little cave not very far off and all made a rush for that when my mother screamed out to george glover throw off that red scarf george or else the bull will gore you to death look see how he foams and how madly he paws the ground the scarf was off in an instant and the bull rushing upon it began tearing it into a thousand pieces. While he was doing this, we had time to get out of his sight before he made another attempt to attack us. We soon got to the burying place, and then we began to pick and talk in earnest. The theme of the conversation was about the bull, and how nicely they got away from him. George Glover made a wreath of leaves and presented it to Celeste, telling her that she was his guardian angel. Celeste gave him a box on the ear, but they both laughed heartily. In a few moments they heard screams and beheld one of the girls rolling down the hill and all her berries spilt. One of the boys, however, stopped her and all joined in filling her basket again. At noon we all had dinner, each of the party bringing something under a group of trees. The dinner was an excellent one. We brought clear, cool water from the spring and squeezed berries into it. We had meats and everything that we could want to make a gypsy dinner. One of the boys, Charles Hammond, to improve the repast, took a Jew's harp out of his pocket and played several tunes, beginning with God Save the Queen and ending with an air from Linda de Chamonix. His performance was loudly cheered. Bella Barker, one of the gayest of the girls, 
then got up and made a speech, which was also clapped and cheered. The dinner was then finished, and we went to pick some more berries, to make up for the ones we had eaten. On our way home, my mother and all the rest stopped to pick wildflowers, when Lornette Edwards ran forward to gather a little blue and white flower, which was a little before her. Suddenly she began to scream, and running to the place where she stood, we found ourselves in no very pleasant situation, as we had got upon a marshy place, and were over our shoes in mud and water. We all began scrambling out as fast as we could, and turned our faces the other way. We went to a little spring that we saw, and taking off our shoes and stockings gave them a washing out, for we said that we preferred to have wet stockings and shoes on our feet to muddy ones. After going a little way we saw a wild cherry tree, up which the boys soon scrambled and threw down the fruit into our aprons. We got home about six o'clock, having been gone eleven hours. I felt very tired and was glad to have my supper and get into bed. End of chapter six.